to Dubois. Back to Bjorkstrand, fires high glove side. Bjorkstrand knocks that locator down. Strong on the wall there. In front, Dubois scores! The Blue Jackets come from a 4-1 deficit to win this one dramatically in overtime. They kill off a penalty, and then Pierre-Luc Dubois with the game winner. Well, hey, little boomers. Welcome into the Artillery Podcast. We're back. It's just me and Warren today because everybody else pussied out. Who needs them? We don't need nobody. We just need ourselves and our bods. Mm, yes. You like that? I like that. I like that. There you go. You got to give the people what they want. And people true. like it. And they also don't. <laughs> but they made what they do. <laughs> Uh, we're coming to you live from Warren's apartment. We're not d- at our downtown studios like usual. Um, just life happens, you know. We're just we're guys being dudes on the reg. Yeah. And sometimes we just can't do things. And I just realized that uh, I had invited a coworker to come stop by and check out the podcast if he wants. Oh yeah. I don't think he will. No. But it's gonna be weird if he does. Because <laughs> was he coming here prior to me telling you we're doing it at your place? Yes. Okay. I never told him because it was a process of going to be there. Now I'm not going to do it. And then, oh, yeah, I'm right here. We can do it. Yeah. So. Well, if he comes, he can just, you know, be a part of our studio audience. I welcome him. Or uh, He'll he'll be coming to Lamp. Oh, Lamp. Yeah. So he's is he on his way to Lamp now? Probably not. Okay. But if he is, then he's going to just. <laughs> be severely disappointed. <laughs> Quite. Yeah. He can just sit in our comfy chairs at Lamp in the studio. He'll have a good time. Yeah, not bad. Just, you know, play play with himself. Yeah. We all do it. I like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there's unfortunately, so we started something new on the pod. We now do uh, video for mm-hmm. the podcast. We did our first ever video linked up to YouTube. And we got, I think, like 100 views on it, which is pretty solid for our first ever one. Yeah, okay. I mean, I literally promoted our YouTube channel once in the past week. Yeah. So if I like shove it down people's throats, then people will actually follow it. But yeah, hear that? We're just going to we're gonna do this, you know, organically. Yeah. We're gonna let people stumble upon us on YouTube. We're not gonna be like, hey, go watch our YouTube channel, or um, orgasmically, orgasmically. Mm. So if you have not yet subscribed, I will get, plug it right now. Uh, go to YouTube.com, search the CBJ Artillery. You can find us there. Uh, we did our first ever video of the pod. However, today, no video of the pod because we are in Warren's apartment and it's very eerie and creepy in here. Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. It's not. It's not yeah, bad at I all. I think so. It's a little cold, though, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, so jackets are still doing their thing. They're still hot. We're hot. We're hot in our pants. <laughs> and tight. A little tight, too. Yeah. And they uh, last night they defeated the Detroit Red Wings five to four. It was a thing of beauty. The first period was not a thing of beauty. The first period, I wanted to bang my head against the wall because yeah. I had no idea what the hell was happening. First and yep, first second was not the best, but a little better. But it was first. Pr- we pretty much replaced our 
yeah. the first period with our second period. Yeah, we second period we, usually we, we, poop. Yeah, we usually poop our pants. Like, we'll poop. We'll poop. We'll poop. We'll poop. We'll poop. We'll poop. Poop out. Poop out. Poop on your mouth, poop. Mr. Burgundy. <laughs> would, you, would you stop if I gave you money? <laughs> yes. <laughs> poop uh, but yeah, jackets sucked the first period. Although Tortorello said he like that the he was fine with their first period play. I don't know what the hell he, he's. I don't understand him sometimes. We're down four one, and he was like, "Yeah, we. I thought we were playing good. Is, I don't think that we were." Is this like a new style of play for them? Maybe it's like, reverse psychology. Like he has in the past not been talking about us, but been talking about forewarning the teams that we play that safe is death. Yeah. And so he's been saying that. And then the teams are like, and then they score four goals and they're like, Oh, we got this. We can relax. And then he's like attack. Maybe, maybe it's just a new strategy because it happened in Vancouver. We were down four, one. Yeah. Literally the same situation, same situation went to overtime. And unfortunately we lost that. We did get a point, which looking now is very, it's, it's nice to have that point. Yes. But yeah, now we play Detroit down four, one, and then yeah, attack. We're, I, just, we're just we're like sharks in the water. We let the we let the kids do their thing, and once they get out a little far enough, we come in and we bite their legs off. That's what. Yep. <laughs> Is that a good analogy? I don't know. That's a that's a great analogy. Thank you. I came up with it all by myself. Everyone, tell him what you think of that <laughs> analogy. At Jordak, J O R D E C K. Yes, that'll be great. But uh, I do I just I don't like it. I hate us getting down so bad. It's it's not going to be very beneficial to us in the playoffs because we're going to be playing great teams. And if that happens in the playoffs, I'd say nine times out of ten, you're not going to come back no. from a 4-1 deficit. No. Maybe 3-1, which we proved that in the 2014 playoffs when we – was yeah. it 14? Yeah. It was every game. Yeah, 3-1 us deficit. Us them. But I just – yeah, I don't like playing from behind, but, you know, you like to come out and set the pace of the game, not chase the pace of the game. Yeah. I mean, I sound like I kind of know what I'm talking about there. You said Was pace and game, yeah, and fluidly. I think I'm going to join the athletic now. You have to, yes, only if you can type as good as you talk. No, I can't. Ugh. You know how many times I like, I will compose a tweet for the artillery, and I'll go back to proofread it, and there's 17 typos in it, and I'm like, damn. Oh, I'm and then sure, a moment yeah. passed, and then I'm like, well, it's too late it now. Can't do it. So Bye. I'm just gonna delete it. See ya. <laughs> and I, oh. I can't stand. Austin has not been tweeting as much as he used to. Patch. And I'm getting pissed off because here's the thing. When I'm at I, – I go to every game. We have season tickets, mm-hmm. and I'm there every game. You guys rotate every now and again. And so I'm always tweeting while I'm at the game, and yeah. I hate it. And we used to have a good system in place where Austin would just tweet at home, and I would chime in with, you know, whatever. We mm-hmm. call it anal – and play-by-play. Austin yep. always did the anal, which yep. is short for analytical sure. side of it. And of, his snarky, it's not really analytical, it's just his snarky, sassy, uh, pissing everybody off tweet that he normally does throughout the game. Of course. Well, recently, he's a personal trainer, and now he works like every other night, and it's always game nights. And so there I am just stuck at Nationwide Arena having to do it all. So when the Jackets score, I can hardly even celebrate because I'm like, well, I got to tweet out who just did what. I'm getting pissed off. And I'm Austin, this is directed right at you. So you just figure out your schedule. The Jackets are more important. Screw you and your stupid workout shit. Yeah, and then old people look at you and they think, wow, look at this millennial yeah. stuck on their phone. I know. Like I'm in the, everyone's in the middle of celebrating the cans going off, and there I am just sitting down, tweeting a damn tweet. 
I'm pissed. I love it. So for those of you that follow the art, so you're welcome that my misery is causing you maybe some enjoyment. I don't know. Slight. Slight enjoyment. A little bit for me. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't do shit when you're home because no. you don't have cable. Nope. And your feed on Fox Sports goes 17 minutes behind. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, yeah. Love yeah. it. And I can't <laughs> trust Ben. Ben has access to Twitter, but God forbid he actually tweets something. I get really scared if he does. I, he'll just like <laughs> I don't know Ben's not here to defend himself so if you're listening to this Ben you can text me what, whatever your thoughts are once you once he, you he's not going to be in this so he's not he's not going to listen that's right he's it's all about himself you know Taught. just kidding I love you Ben Illy. Um where where do we get off and I don't know what happened what um, happened uh, we, what was uh, I talking we, about we started the podcast we started the podcast yeah uh my yesterday uh, speaking of terrible crap that I don't like Yes. Uh, the Preds got hosed last night. Predators. We had such a great sh- opportunity of clinching a playoff spot officially last night. Now I've seen some like some analytical graph where we're pretty much like ninety eight percent we're in. Okay, yeah. that's great. I mean, we literally get one more point, we're locked in. Panthers lose a game, they're out. So, Preds last night had a goal. Go in with what, like 0.7 seconds left? 0.5. 0.5. And if you have not looked at this goal, I encourage you to go on YouTube, wherever you can find it, and look at it because the officials called goaltender interference on it. Bullshit. And it was absolutely a garbage call. I mean, Terrible. when Carrie Underwood and Kiefer Sutherland are tweeting that you that was a joke, you know it's a joke. Yep. I'm going to believe my girl Carrie. Oh, 100%. Over the NHL officials. I believe whatever she says. This stupid goalie interference crap is getting on my last nerves. And they... They can't figure... The inconsistencies in this... With this call is embarrassing. Yeah. Like, figure out your shit. And, like... I don't know. The, it, it, long story short, it should have went to OT... And I think the Preds probably would have won the game. We would have clinched the playoff spot. Then we could have launched our dope new T-shirt, our official artillery playoff tee, for all you little boomers to go purchase and purchase our alcohol for the playoffs. Now we're not sure. Yeah, now we're pissed. But uh, I I think Smashville, who is a good friend of ours on the Twitter, they uh, tweeted about how that call was trending. Like if you went to the Twitter moments thing, yeah, it was one. It was like one of the top things about the game. Yeah, but the picture that was being shown was of Carrie Underwood. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it. Nothing. No picture of the goal. No picture of the not goalie interference. Goalie interference. But Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I think of the Nashville Predators, my first initial thought now and for the past couple of years has always been Carrie Underwood. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. Is that sad? No, because she's very pretty. <laughs> she is. She, Mike Fisher is a blessed man. He did. He done did good. Done did good. Done did good for himself. And nice. I was kind of hoping at one point Mike Fisher would get traded to Columbus so we could visually witness Carrie Underwood sitting in a suite at Nationwide Arena for many games. And unfortunately, it just never happened. You know, that'd be pretty uh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Is is that a joke or something? Yeah, that's bad. I don't get it. See, see Carrie Underwood in a suite. Big suite. Got it. Yep. Got it. All right. Play on words. <coughs> Take okay. that out. 
So long story short, Jackets did not clinch last night. Uh, we're recording this podcast before the Penguins game. You'll obviously know that because we're going to re- release it uh, day of or whatever night of. But uh, Jackets, if they come away with, I think, with just a point against the Pens, we're in. Yep. So hopefully that happens. And I think it can happen. We have yet to beat the Pens this year. We need to. Which is fine. Yeah. But that was before we acquired Latestu, Vanek, Cole, where we really just kind of honed in on what our new identity, not yeah. our new identity, and but a, a better identity than what we had because we were so inconsistent without this the, the trades that we made. Yeah. And now we've gained this consistency. So I'm pretty pumped to see how the Jackets play against the Pens. We literally have the same record as the Penguins. Yep. Exact it's same record, wins, losses, overtime losses, and obviously the points are the same. 45, 29, and 6. Yeah. <sighs> of course. Of go course. Fig- go figure. We're going to play the Pittsburgh Penguins round one. I mean, duh. It's not official, but it, we're yeah. going to do it. Yeah. And I've, I've been telling everybody, I want to play the Penguins. I want to beat them in the first round. <laughs> Just to shut their annoying ass fans up, and also so we can play the Capitals in the second round. Right? Yeah, would that be the case? Maybe if, I they, mean, if they win. Yeah, yeah. And then so that'd be an easy win because they never make it past that. That's true. That's true. They never so, do yeah. advance. They always yeah peak at the wrong moments. Mm. Could you imagine if we just swept the pins? Oh my god, <laughs> I I'd I, probably already be crying. But I yeah, I would definitely cry. I have no shame. I would shame. I would shed. Some real ugly, nasty, drunk white girl wasted tears. No question. I'm bringing a traveler pack of tissues to each game. Yeah. For more than one reason. <laughs> yeah. For one reason, when you see Panarin, you know, go coast to coast and score a goal, then you have your tissues ready for reasons. And then once we beat the Penguins, yeah, you're, you're crying. Then, yeah. Yeah. I, Maybe I a little it. bit of both. Yeah. Uh, Panarin has, I think it was he broke Rick Nash's record from uh, the 2008-09 season for single-season points. Uh, Nash had 79. And old Panarin broke it last night against the Red Wings. He now has 80 points. And the goal that Panarin had last night was amazing. Beautiful. I mean, A, he went through so many Red Wings players, so many defensemen, shot it, deflected off of Howard, and picked up his own deflection and scored. It just seemed like he knew. Oh yeah, he knew. He knew exactly he knew. what was going to happen. He was ready for the reflection. Yeah. That was it. Was it? I, I still every time Panarin goes out on the ice, I still have to pinch myself because I'm like, we this is a player on our team. This is our own guy. Yeah. That Chicago just willy nilly just said, okay, you can have him. There you go. And now Chicago's not even in the playoffs. Brandon Saad didn't even break like 35, 40 points this year so far. I think. I love it. I love it. And that this is the this is the type of player that the Jackets have been needing for yep. years. A Since playmaker, Rick. a dynamic player. Yeah. Rick Nash, I don't even think it was a dynamic player. I think well, he was I mean, a lazy was, player that could score offensively, but when it comes when yeah. it came to doing defense, he just kind of, yeah, whatever. That's true. Panarin's he's a two-way guy. Defense, offense, plays his heart out, and as soon as he gets the puck, he makes things happen. You know how many points he has in his last four games? Last four games, I'm going to go 10 points. 11. 11 points. It's crazy. That's that's awesome. Crazy. It. I need a tissue. <laughs> I need it right now. And my eyes are dry. Yeah. 
But yeah, I it's incredible. And another guy I'm pretty excited about and the way he's been playing during our hotness and just the whole season is Seth Jones. Every time Seth Jones gets the puck at the point, he's not afraid to shoot the damn puck. He's got and he's got that shot nailed down. Oh yeah. On that power play. Oh yeah. That middle shot just snipe. Yeah, right it's, from the blue line, he will put it on net and I would say half the time it's going to go in. And that's a big reason why that goal from Cam happened. Cuz I think that was a power play. He got it in the middle. Yeah. And he had it like he was going to shoot it. He was really getting ready to rip it. Yeah. But then he just passed it to Cam right there on the and right And I side. guarantee all all the defenders Everybody. was probably expecting a shot from Jonesy. Yep. And it was thrown off guard, gave it to Cam. Bam, Boom. Cam. Easy yeah. Does it. yeah. Oh. His, <sighs> his vision on the ice, along with Panarin, those two guys, I mean, I as far as I'm concerned, I was texting you guys earlier um, a couple days ago. Um, I was listening to CBJ and 30, and, and Bobby, Bobby Mack Sports was saying he doesn't see Johnson coming back. Um, hmm. And I think if he doesn't come back next year, a, Panarin needs an A, and Jones needs an A. Who does Panarin have an A right now? He didn't last game, so he had a he had an A when Felino and Johnson were both. That's right, out. And I think Johnson was just a healthy scratch. Felino's out because he's hurt. Yeah. So they had Panarin having an A, but Jones needs to lock down. I think he's he has the A for sure, Jonesy. Yeah. But Panarin needs a permanent A next season. And I love Felino. He can, he can keep the C for now. I think he, yeah, he's but, he has it. Yeah, he's he has it. it. But once Felino, whenever he goes, Jonesy gets the C. Panarin gets the A. I don't know who else would get something else. But why is why is Felino out? What's wrong with him? Uh, upper body injury, upper. I think. It's one of two. It's either upper or lower. But I want to go with upper. Fifty-fifty, <laughs> <laughs> left Smile. or right. He was out for two to four weeks. So hopefully. It's two when he's back for the playoffs. Because he be was during the during our our hotness lately. He's been a lot better player than he was to start the yeah, season. Yeah, he'll be. I I'll be excited for him to yeah. come back. Felino, in my opinion, is at his best when he's just camped out in front of the net, just Stick making there. making it a nightmare for the goaltender. Mm-hmm. That's when he's doing his thing. Yep. So he needs more. He needs to do more of that. Uh, but speaking of young guys like Jonesy, um, something I've noticed especially during like the latter half of the season mm-hmm. is our young guys are now taking ownership of the team. You yes. know what I mean? They're, they're stepping up in big ways. They're filling roles that I feel like they didn't think they had the right to fill Yeah, towards the beginning of the season. And they were kind of forced into it. Yeah. In the beginning of the season. But now I think that kind of helped in a way. Mm-hmm. Because also the veterans are starting to finally show up, some of them. Yeah. But so when everybody can take ownership, everybody yeah. can be like, yeah, this is my team. Yeah, like I'm a young guy. I feel like I could compare it to maybe like a new Devara. Yeah. Where new Devara maybe early in the season didn't feel comfortable at when he got the puck, maybe he wouldn't shoot it. You know, he'd be like, you know what, I have the puck, but I don't want to be that guy. I don't know if it's my role yet. I'm going to pass it off. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I feel like that was kind of there was a hesitation factor at the beginning of the season with a lot of these young guys, and now they're just they're coming out. In the words of Tortorella, they're coming out with swag, they're doing their thing, and you know they're not they're not hesitating 
in, in the way they're playing anymore. And I think that is a huge contribution, like like you just said, with the, the older guys now that are playing better, yeah, mixing in with the young guys that have that confidence. I think that's why we're seeing we may be down 4-1 in the game, but they're coming back and they're tying it up and winning. And that's like some that we talked about like in the Vancouver game. Even though we lost, we didn't – we're not – it's just further proof that we are not the Jackets of old. No. We go down. We stick to it and get back. Yeah. We don't just fold. We don't crawl in a corner. Yeah. That, yeah, jackets. I, jackets, I mean, we're, yeah. we're getting so used to the fact that we're always flirting with the playoffs now. It's really you know nice, what I mean? Like yeah. four or five, well not four, maybe five, six years ago and, and beyond, the playoffs were never even a question. It was like, okay, yeah, we finished 500. Yeah, we finished 10 games below 500. Um, and it was just the expectation. There was no, there was no, you know, bar set for this team. And now the past maybe four or five years, we're getting in the 40-win category. We're always, you know, a playoff. We're always, you know, a playoff topic. Is this our third straight? I think so. I think so, too. So we've gone – if we make it this year, then it'll be like – 2014, 15 season. Which was, we did. It was 13, 14. 13, 14. Yeah. And then 14, 15, we did it. 15, yeah. 16, we did it. 16, 17, we did Yeah. 17, 18, we're going to. Hopefully. Yeah. That sounds right. More than likely. Yeah. So that's three in the past five. Yeah. I want to say that's right, but somebody's probably going to text us like, no, you're wrong. You're no, stupid. You, you did just get a text. I did. <laughs> All this is not live. But. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, this the expectation of the team, and I don't know. It's being a Jackets fan the past four or five years has been a lot more fun than the past in the first ten years. Let's just put it that way. Which is about whenever me and Wilson started watching it regularly. So. Oh yeah, so that's you guys are the reason. Coincidence? Yeah. Interesting. I'm just gonna sip my chocolate milk. <laughs> All right. We're not drinking beer today, which is weird. I have an energy drink. You have chocolate milk. We're changed men. Do you know that um, chocolate milk is better for you after a workout or a sporting activity than an energy drink or a sports drink like Gatorade? I believe it. What about like post-workout? Better. Interesting. Is this a scientific fact? Yep. You can Google it. All right. There's uh, That's Warren's fancy stat of the day. Fancy fact. Dab, dab. Um, one thing I thought is kind of funny, uh, I noticed – that the post-game and pre-game interviews now, there's a lot more microphones in the faces of all these players. Why? I don't know. But a lot mm. of local news has now creeped their way into the locker room that, that haven't really been there all season. Have they caught wind? I just I find it comical because they might be confused. <laughs> they might think that they're in the Buckeyes locker room. Yeah, they are in the Final Four. Yeah. And that they, they may have you know the, the wrong... This is the wrong arena. But I've kind of noticed that because when when you when you are a part of the media and you follow a team like the Blue Jackets for every single game, you pick up on the players' mannerisms, Torts' mannerisms, what to ask, what not to ask, what sets off the player, what sets off Torts. And some of these questions that I've just heard from local media that have never that aren't frequenting the locker room, you can just tell Torts is just like, "Really?" That's what you're asking me right now? Okay. That's 
I yeah, I haven't seen any of those interviews, but I can just imagine how it goes, and I yeah. love it. I feel like Torts is being nice for for Torts. He's I think he's he understands what's happening. Yeah, I think he gets it. I th- he actually made one joke. He was like, "Cause I I won't say the 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 reporter or the station because I, I don't I don't want to be rude, but uh, one guy asked a question and." Uh, Torsus responded with, "Oh, you haven't been here all year. You don't, you don't know what my thoughts are on that." <laughs> and it's just funny. He just pretty much called him out, oh, and uh, yeah, it's crazy. And the funny thing is, now I'm starting to get texts from friends that I haven't heard from in a couple months. What? They're like, "Oh, those jackets—they're pretty hot." Uh. And I, I know the text is leading to, "Oh, do you have the hookup for playoff tickets?" <laughs> and to which I'm going to respond with, "No, no, and no, that's it." Yeah, I know you know that we have tickets, but. No, you can't have them. Nope. Sorry, bud. I already have claim to all of them. <sighs> well, we'll talk about that. Okay. I do have a I have a list of oh. the first round of who's going away. <laughs> so I'm obviously going to be at everyone, clearly. Bitch. But between the rest of you guys, you can fight to the death. All right, let's end this sucker with let's get social. Warren, do Yo. you have the questions queued? We have the technology. Do we have the technology? Yes. All right. If let's. We, if we tweet it, they will ask. They will twat back. Twat. All, All right. right. Let's hear them. What do we got? Quick double cue from a uh, little little boy, little baby boy, the Ben Con. Um, what'd you eat for to for lunch today? And would you recommend it to a friend? Uh, you can start. What'd you have? I had some pizza and the uh, white cheddar popcorn. Oh, that's I love white cheddar popcorn. It's the best. So I, I could eat a whole giant it. bag in one setting that's easily, what I got. and I love it. Uh, where was your pizza from? Uh, Papa John's. Papa John's. They had a little special this weekend. I like their uh, little pepper they put in the box. They always eat the pepper. Yeah, that's good. Uh, well, I did. I don't know what did I have? I don't know what I had. Actually, I didn't eat lunch today. I forgot. I do have a bag of salt and vinegar chips that I bought from the gas station, though. Oh, cool. The worst chips ever. <laughs> the best chips ever. Ah, no. You're a terrorist. Ah, no. Next question. Go. Uh, next one from him. Also, if you were to go to Cane's, would you get extra toast or fries? Uh, I got to have their Texas toast. It's delicious. Got to get extra toast. Yeah. With. Like, Let's talk about Cane's for a second, because yeah. their chicken fingers are not that good. <laughs> I have the chicken finger connoisseur i i have a list a top 10 list because my default for any type of food item if i'm at a restaurant my default if i don't know what i want screw it just give me chicken fingers am i a 13 year old child maybe i don't know but cane's chicken fingers hot take not that good explain cane sauce average i can't i'm not worried about the cane sauce (laughs) explain they're just basic there's nothing about them that is good they're, I will eat them, but I'm not like for a place that you're literally your one food item is chicken fingers. They're average. How many followers do you have on Twitter? My personal Twitter? Yeah. Like a little over 1,500, I think. Well, whatever you have currently right now, you will lose some. <laughs> I'm fine with There's that. There's no doubt about that. I'm fine with that. Sometimes you got to throw some things out there to shake up, to shake up the world because people, a lot of people like things because other people like them and they can't form their own opinion and once they hear somebody else is like on their side like you know what oh you're right it's not that good you know what i'm saying no nope. all right whatever 
Uh, the best chicken fingers that I've had lately that I highly recommend, Pint House. Really? Very good. You remember getting them at uh, Three Legged Mare? Yeah, those are good those too. Are good. Those are delicious. Three Legged, yeah, Three Legged Mare down by the arena. Very good. If you're looking for some bomb ass chicken fingers, Three Legged Mare. And Pint House. Delicious. Pint House is good. Hmm. I've been there the past two days for a little Sunday fun day. Nice. Yeah. In oh. past two Sundays, I've gotten chicken fingers there. Sounds about right. Yep. <clears throat> All right. All Next right. question, go. Next one, there was a slight conversation that went on with it. Uh comes from Justin Needham. $425 at jneedham24. Asks, how much are we going to pay bread? And then Rebecca Needham at Inner engineer Becky says, you mean how much bread are we going to give him? <laughs> and then Alexander, it's, yeah. It's money. Yes. It was supposed to be, that's punny, right? It's a punny money. Got joke. it. <laughs> And then Alexander V at Alex underscore Jesus, what the Ander hell? Why is it, what's happening? Says, I don't. I can't follow this was all of good. These. I highly approve of this. But uh, just yeah, responding so, to the bread. Yeah, got it. How much bread to bread? Uh, Panarin's contract. I uh, oh boy, blank, blank check. Here you blank go. Blank check. Are you want our whole cap space? Okay. You get <laughs> a million a year for every point you scored. So eighty million dollars. At least eighty. That's so above far. the cap space. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's okay. We can just uh, have it on the ice. Realistically, I can see Breadman getting probably like a $7 million a year contract. I can see that. I can see it getting close to like nine. I say seven and a half million a year. And I can't say he don't. I could be very really high on that. I could be completely wrong, but that's my guess. He deserves it. And for hockey, that's a pretty that's a that's a high, that's pretty high. I agree. I think it's a, it again. It's deserved though. I mean, this is his third season with over seventy points. Yeah. And for a season with over, going to be I can confidently. I mean, my God, we played we 80. paid David Clarkson like <laughs> six and a half million dollars a year, and he played two games. Yeah, that was so stupid. Yeah. Oh well. I get we were trying to get rid of Nathan Horton's contract, but. Which was good. I mean, whatever. But all in all, that whole situation just sucked. Oh well, it's gone now. It is, thank God. Um, next question comes from Forrest Bollinger at Daddy Gump thirty four. Cause mm. yeah, but uh, he does have a picture wearing our discontinued shirt. Oh, <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> Respect the shirt that we shall not speak of. <laughs> But uh, he asks, and I'm going to say this pertains to the regular season. Okay. In general, all of them. Bigger game in CBJ history than Thursdays? Um, CBJ history, no. I don't think Thursday's game was a big game. No, 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 no. no. I think he's talking about this Oh, Thursday. sorry. I, for whatever reason, I was thinking of yesterday's game. <laughs> that was Tuesday. My bad. Oops. Uh, no, I don't think so. And here's why. Because I think... I mean, the Jackets are pretty much a lock for the playoffs. Florida Panthers are not getting in. I mean, that's plain. They won't go away, but they're not getting in. They're not going to come in there and shake things up at all. I don't think it's a big – it's going to be a big game. The atmosphere is going to be crazy insane. It's going to be a sellout crowd. It's going to be hostile. Two teams, same record. But biggest game in franchise history, I'm going to go ahead and say no on that one. But I do. I'm looking very much forward to this game. Do you have a game in mind that would be much bigger than this? Uh, 
I mean, off the top of my head, one that I think was probably one of our biggest games was when we were trying to get into the playoffs in 2013-14, where it came down to us and the Minnesota Wild to make the last spot in the wild card. It was a had to win. Had to win, and we won. But Minnesota won too. Yeah, and we were we were we tied them. Yeah. But Minnesota had the tiebreaker. Yeah. That's to me, I think, was one of our biggest games in franchise history. Absolutely agree. That's Look what at I was that. Say. Our decks are connected. Um. Good question though. Yeah. Made me think. It was a good one. We usually don't think too much on this pod. Good shirt in the Avi as well. Yeah. <sighs> R.I.P. in peace. All right. Next one, Jared McCormick at. ATL Goon underscore, regular question asker. But this time he says no question, just a comment. I got home to watch the third period after work, and after watching that comeback, I walked downstairs and shed a tear or two or ten. <laughs> this is a completely different team than Columbus has ever seen. Little Boomers, we are witnessing something special. We are. I agree, Jared. Good man. I do. And I, I already talked about how I would shed ugly white girl wasted tears. We will have. I have no shame. Blue jackets make sometimes I get choked up, you know? They make me so happy. I will bring an extra Water. pair of traveler tissue packs. Just for you, Jared. Just for you, Jared. Yeah. But I will not it not both occasions. Not both yeah. reasons. So sometimes, you know. Just part of being a guy being a dude is sometimes you cry. Yep. Oh, yeah. It is no what shame. it is, you know. No shamesies. No shame. Um next one. Some we kind of touched on, but just real quick bring it up because it's so dumb. Uh, comes from Jason Sermazivic at 17. Sermazivic. really nailing this. I got it. Good job. He asks, how do you feel about the goaltender interference with the Predators game? Well, we already touched on that. Yeah. It was bullshit. Not goaltender interference, in my opinion. Not at all. I'm sure there's some hockey analytical people out there be like, well, you can't meet wise and you got this in there and then okay, whatever. I'll pay nine ninety nine a month to read that later. <laughs> but in my opinion, not goaltender interference. And that call is so inconsistent. They need to figure something out where it's just not it, it needs to be a black and white issue, not a gray issue, and it's always no. a gray issue. And the black and white issue should be the fact that he was outside of the box. Yeah. Outside of that blue. Oh, so, so it's a blue and white issue. Yeah. There we so go. come on. Yeah. Ugh. Next one. Jake Cahill at Cahill underscore 42. Could Dubois win a heart trophy in the future? Also, I dislike Calvert very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go, Austin. Yep. Did you hear? Oh, Austin, Austin who's not on the podcast for two weeks in a row. But yeah. Um, <laughs> also, I dislike Calvert very much. Yeah, he had a very untimely penalty last game. Yeah. Uh, he decided to have a penalty with less than a minute to go as we were going into overtime, and we were playing down a man for a while. So that was fun to watch. Yeah. Um, but besides that, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't rule it out. I mean, look at Dubois' rookie season. It's so well. He's, put, he's putting, not putting Nash to shame, but he's already overtaken Rick Nash, our greatest player in franchise history in points in, a, in his rookie year. So, I mean, his the upside to, to Dubois is incredible. Ain't not possible. And he's almost one of those guys that is becoming – we would not be in the position that we're in this year without Pierre-Luc Dubois. No. In my opinion. Mm-mm. He's been a first-line caliber guy, 
plays against some of the top talent in the league. Yep. And he just plays toe-to-toe, if not better than them. So, so why not give Dubois Hart Trophy in the future? Yeah, I I couldn't couldn't see why not. Yeah, he's got. I mean, with his last four games, almost comparable to Panarin, he's got seven points right now. In the last four games, last four yeah. games, and a hat trick in one of those. Crazy. I thought Cam was going to get his second hat trick in like I was <laughs> ten for games. It. No one, had, no one needed to bring it up. But Jesus, we he is hot right now. He's doing so well. He's just speeding on through the ice, doing the cam things that we love. Yes. And he's actually like, as soon as he gets it, he's one of those guys. He's kind of like Seth Jones. He's just shooting it. Yeah. I love it. That, the second goal he had, you just, you knew. Cam Mm. is earning that new fat paycheck for sure. Yeah. It's so crazy how many points that he's got considering. Like, it seems like he's done nothing. Yeah. All these points he's gotten have come in the second half of the season. Like, he's pretty much almost at the numbers he kind of was at last year. Yeah. A little short, but, I mean, he's gotten all that in, like, the second half. Yeah, 100%. Tweet, 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 tweet. Uh, thanks for all your questions, little boomers. You are awesome. Uh, we're going to take this moment as we end the podcast, talk about our dope sponsor, Minute Man Tickets. Mm. Playoffs are coming up, Warren. You know what they should do? Go to MinutemanTickets.com. Yeah. And or, buy some playoff tickets. Or call their phone number. Or call their phone number. Uh, all the information you need is at MinutemanTickets.com. They got tickets to Blue Jackets games, any sporting event in town, concerts, events, anything. Uh, tell them the artillery sent you. And that helps our cred a lot with them. And they'll go, okay. Pretty much. Probably, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no, they're, they're great. They're local company doing some good-ass work. Oh, great yeah. customer service. Um if you're looking for, you know, you don't want to deal with the $25 of Ticketmaster charges after you buy the tickets, uh, Minuteman Tickets is your place to get some uh, cheap-ass, good-ass tickets to Blue Jackets games and other events around town. MinutemanTickets.com. And if you don't want to deal with a computer, because some people don't, you can just call their number, and they'll hook up. They'll You actually talk to a real person, and they will uh, they'll hook you up. I got another slogan for them. Yeah. Minuteman Tickets. Cheap ass, good ass. <laughs> tickets. Oh, tickets. There yes. you go. You're welcome, Miniman Tickets. We just came yeah. up with your new slogan. Money. So, NBD. Uh, also, if you have not yet, go to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review with a comment. I don't think anybody wants free stuff. They don't. Here's the thing. We get thousands of listeners, but there's only like 56 comments on iTunes. So if you want some free merch, we're giving away merchandise, the most creative comment on iTunes, but you have to leave a five-star review with it. Um, we just want, we're trying to get to 69. That's it. Five-star reviews. It's That's it, hard. guys. That's all we're doing. You can say, you can say five stars, good podcast. Da, 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 da. That's it. <laughs> In fact, I want to comment. I want, yeah, I want if, that. If, some, da, okay, da, da, da. if someone comments with a five-star and says, Good podcast. Da, 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 da. You are automatically you, you are in the top five finalists yeah. automatically. You get a shirt. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> you should do it. Do we have? Are we gonna have to like tweet this out to get more? No. Do we even bother with? Well, it? I'm not gonna bother. They don't want it. They, they don't, don't want it. They don't want it. If you guys don't want it, you don't want it. Watch so. we get like 20 comments <laughs> that go. Good podcast. Please, if you have not left a comment, please go on iTunes. Just leave a comment. That's all we want. That's all we want out of this whole podcast. That's all we want from you, little boomers. With five star. That's it. With a five star review. That's it. Um, Lampapparel.com. 
slash CBJ Artillery. Go pick up some dope merch. We 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 we. Here we go. I'll do it again. That, that monster's getting to you. We will be launching a dope ass playoff T-shirt mm. once we officially clinch. Knock on wood. Oh, it's and, gonna happen uh, tomorrow, and we're gonna release it after we beat the pins, and it's gonna be fantastic. And that'll be great. It's actually really dope. I think it's probably one of my most beyond the hoodie that I'm wearing right now with the diagonal Hoodie's artillery so hockey nice. lace. That's my all-time favorite yeah. thing we've ever produced. Uh, this shirt is probably my favorite design. I do like it. And props to our graphic guy, Avi. Mm-hmm. Avi. He's the I guy mean, who uh, designed obviously. this one for us. <laughs> He's uh, he has quite the skill. Great guy. So, oh yeah, great guy. Works hard. Uh, we'll get him on the podcast sometime. Oh yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening to our podcast and listening to us ramble for a while. Uh, hopefully next week we'll have uh, some more of us back here. Hopefully Austin will get his ass up to Columbus so he can come back on the pod. <laughs> and Nick's not, or not Nick, Ben, isn't a little pooter, just doing whatever he's doing. So, <laughs> anyways, thanks for listening, little boomers. We love you. We will see you next episode. Peace. Good night, San Diego. That's we're not. Stay classy. You stay classy, Columbus. Go yourself. We'll end it there.